Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him where all the watch for him, where the hey. brothers gonna be. Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was gonna do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's going on, Truth Nation? It is Wednesday, hump day as many of us refer to Wednesday, October the 4th. We are just one step closer to it being Friday. Hope y'all are having a great week. Again, we're coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. There is literally so many significant events going on, not only in the city of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but also the country as a whole. So we got a lot to get into. We appreciate you tuning in. Good morning, Madi. Happy Wednesday to you as well. And you always know that we want to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts. Even if you just want to vent, your voice is valuable. It deserves to be heard. The Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. Also, if you would like to see me in a dress, because <laughs> I usually have on my hoodie and my baseball cap, but I'm doing uh, some things today where I had to wake up early and, and get dressed. You can always stream Truth Be Told with DT and Telly as well as, man, that was like a, a, a hard stop right there. Okay. <laughs> you can always watch us live as well as hear us on either YouTube or Twitter by simply going to either and just searching 1017 FM, 1017 FM, The Truth. And you will see us live as well as see me in a dress. I usually don't like to get dressed up in the morning. But anywho, before we get into, if you have not already heard, if we get into the story, or not the story, uh, but we the people as Americans, for the first time in the history of the U.S. government, have witnessed the House of Representatives basically fire the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Y'all, it, it is getting real out here. It is getting real when it comes to our government. And again, this is the first time in the history of the U.S. government this has ever happened. And it wasn't just Democrats that ousted former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. It was also, I think, if my number is correct, about eight GOP members. So eight members of the grand old Republican Party were also part of that voting to oust Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy. More to come on that. We'll talk a little bit more um, 
later on in the show. And as we talk about the government, I want to bring us to Milwaukee because this is uh, very, very significant. If you do not already know or you have not already seen this, in Milwaukee County, there has been a significant increase in the homeless population. Now, whatever image comes to your mind when you are thinking or visualizing a homeless person, let me just tell you right now that it's it's not about some some man who's wearing old worn clothes walking down the street, you know, maybe talking to himself, clearly demonstrating mental health issues. Still a human being. However, let me add to everyone, including myself, that the homeless population includes people who are working. Are y'all with me? People who are getting up in the morning with the intention of just making it. And they are working, however, they are living out of their car. And to be safe, they are parking in a park and ride, living out their car. And these are younger people between like the ages, when I say younger, younger professionals around the age of 40. And I'm 47, so this is a clear, not even just reminder, because for some of us, we, we, we associate homelessness, and I'll just be candid, because this disgusts me whenever I hear people even go there, homelessness with laziness. I'm gonna tell y'all a quick story. I'll never, ever, ever in my life forget this. I was in uh, undergrad at the University of Southern Indiana, where I'm from, Evansville, Indiana. And I had this professor, and I can't remember her name, but when I tell y'all, she was so amazing. And she, even, you know, back in the you know early 2000s, you know, I'm, I'm still like one of maybe two black students in the class of probably about 30 or 40 students. And this lady who happens to be a white woman, man, I need to find her name because I would just love to reach out to her. But anywho, our professor was a white lady and she came from a very, very rural part of Indiana. And for those who are familiar with Indiana, my home state, as a black person, especially growing up when I grew up in Indiana, there were more areas where you were not welcome than there were that you were welcome. I can attest so to was, that. Yeah. <laughs> so look, it's still the same, huh? Man, don't get me started. I, I I'm can my attest home to state. that. <laughs> Having Y'all spent the last joke. few weekends in Indiana, uh, yeah, it's still yeah. it's still real, and, DT. Yeah. So we're we gonna have to have a, a Indiana discussion one day because I've got stories as well. <laughs> and so my professor again, who came from a very rural part of Indiana, probably zero people of color, definitely no black people. She came into the, the classroom and Telly and Ben, when I tell you she was visibly irate, she was livid, she was so angry and that was never her demeanor. So we knew something significant must have happened for her to be as upset, visibly upset as she was. So when she walks into the classroom, she's slamming her bag on the desk and She's like, ah, good morning. 
And so we're just kind of looking at her with this this look like, okay, should we should we just open up our t- textbooks or should we just let her vent? And she said, I just, on the way to the campus, I was driving in my car and I saw a sign that just literally disgusted me. And I wanted to pull over and walk into the church. And I'm, we're like, church, what's, what's going on? So she said as she was driving to the campus, she passed a church. And Telly helped me out. You know how some churches, they have like the, uh, for lack of better words, the billboard that they'll have strategically positioned in front of the church. And sometimes churches will use that to put scriptures or, you know, yeah, uh, absolutely. communicate. You know, mm-hmm. worship service starts at 10 o'clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those signs in front of the church. And it said, Poverty is God's punishment for laziness. I'll let that sink in. Uh, Yeah, that is. (laughs) Uh, And when I tell, yeah, she was, she was, then as she was telling us the story, she got really emotional and she started to cry. And she said, you know, I grew up in a very low income household. And, you know, we, we, me and my brothers and sisters, we live in a trailer park. And she also said, but another reason why I'm so offended by that statement. And she said, this was the first time I got introduced to white privilege. And this came from her. She said, I know that a lot of Americans feel as though that the majority of the population that qualifies as poverty stricken do not look like me. And that is the, the excuse or the rationale to treat certain people a certain way to say, oh, well, they're lazy. That's why they don't have anything. And so fast forward, when the headline reads, Milwaukee County is seeing a significant increase in its homeless population, and a number of those individuals are working and living out of their car, they're, they're living check to check. We, we as a community, we need to be very, very cognizant of this. Now, the Milwaukee Uh, county office has included as part of their proposed county budget a 1.5 million dollar increase for milwaukee county's homeless outreach team so that is good news when it comes to this but and i'm not going to say but i really want us to understand that supporting housing and homeless services and the and the main thing is making sure that we're voting for the right people this has nothing to do with laziness. This has nothing to do with, oh, well, they deserve that. And for many, that's been the mindset and, and again, the narrative. And this is a great example of when you look at people who work every day and come home to eviction notices, they can't afford housing. They've got other problems like just making sure their kids are safe at school. There's food on the table which then relates or, or, or resolves in mental health and substance abuse and crime. This, this is serious. Yeah. And so I, I don't want to start you know, our day off with this, but I just had to bring that to our attention that the homelessness population is increasing in Milwaukee and it ain't about punishing people who are lazy. Yeah. And on top That's of it. that, DT, it's, it's good that it is being addressed now because we know this weather is going to change sooner than later, and it creates a whole nother problem when homelessness is on the uptick. But now you have to find shelter based off of the weather. Like you can't be out in sub 
zero temperatures or when it's really cold and you don't have anywhere to go or you're sleeping in your car or you're trying to find something. So uh, it's it's a problem. It's been a problem. Uh, it's It's been worse in other cities, but knowing that it's on the uptick in Milwaukee, but yes, let's address it. Let's not wait until it's out of control and then say we should do something. So for them to, I mean, to me, that's a start. That's a start. It's a start. And, you know, we come back from break. We'll, we want to hear from you, Truth Nation. How do you feel about the homeless population increasing here in Milwaukee County? What are your thoughts? Are you impacted? Do you know someone or are you someone who needs more education or more awareness or even more assistance? This is what the truth is all about. You know, we we joke and we clown and, you know, we play, play, fight. But this is also our responsibility as broadcasting journalists to make sure that as Black Talk Radio, 11 consecutive hours of Black Talk Radio, however you're feeling, whatever you may need, even if we can't directly give it to you, we can at least connect you with the right people because it this is this is not funny. This is not a game. And again, to, to, to know that people are waking up in the morning trying to be law-abiding, tax-paying, working citizens and are homeless, that is, that's unacceptable. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. We will be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Been. I know how you feel, was at the same place you were now in. You shouting, announcing, you want to win with similar minded men with great business acumen. We can make an acquisition. Good to the morning, and if you're just tuning in, thanks for tuning in to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We're coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. We kick things off this morning talking about the uptick in homelessness in the city of Milwaukee and the plan that's been put in place in order to support, uh, um, you know, campaigns to make sure that the homelessness um, it, it, it at least is addressed, especially with fall being here. And we know these temperatures, these 80 degree temperatures are going to change Really quickly, as a matter of fact, uh, Milwaukee County Executive David Crawley presented his recommended budget to the Milwaukee County Board of Supervisors. It includes an extra $1.5 million for the county's supportive housing and homeless services team. So that's a good thing that the city and the county of Milwaukee are looking to address this because, again, the weather will be changing. And we definitely want to get your thoughts, Truth Nation. Hit us up on the Truth Talk and text line 833-212-1017. But before we continue that conversation, got to address what happened at Morgan State 
University in Baltimore, Maryland yesterday. There was a school shooting, and they had to close the campus. As of now, it's being reported that five uh, five have been injured on the campus of Morgan State University in HBCU. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up, and because A, we have gotten we've gotten so desensitized when it has come to school shootings, but also it is homecoming season. And homecomings at HBCUs is a big deal, a big, big deal. That's where all the alumni come back to campus and congregate and fellowship with current students. And it's like a, a big family reunion at times, especially at HBCUs. I can't speak directly to what homecoming means for HBCU graduates, but I know enough of them to know it's a big deal. And that could be a scary proposition when you going back, you're looking forward to going to homecoming and you meet up with all your college classmates and and if you're an athlete, teammates, or whatever the case may be, and then you have to worry about violence. You have to worry about gunfire. And am I going to be safe visiting the university that I attended or the college I attended? And so when you hear about these things, it's not just, oh, it happened and that was that. Uh, These are incidences that you have to put yourself in the position of the parents that are sending their kids to school and sending them to these campuses. And the last thing you think about is, Man, I wonder if they're going to be safe and protected from any shootings or violence that's on campus. A lot of times that is one of the main factors when you are deciding, when you are sitting there and you and your child are deciding which school they want to attend. Safety, campus safety is very high on that list. And then when you hear about shootings and uh, I have some friends that just attended a homecoming at their alma mater last weekend without incident. And, but I know what that means to them. So again, um, it is, <laughs> it, it is, it is unfortunate and uh, and it's just something that, I mean, we just, it, it, again, 
we are we've come so desensitized to school shootings and when you hear about these things and and um so yeah so just wanted to put that out there and uh truth nation hit us up on the truth talking text line 833-212-1017 uh just talking about you know the violence and and things you know uh, of that nature around schools around universities and give us your thoughts uh again it is homecoming season and uh something to think about when we return tony smith will be joining truth be told with dt and telly and we'll get into some more topics and we'll continue our conversation on the uptick in homelessness in milwaukee and we'll get into some other topics on the other side of the break keep it locked you listen to truth be told with dt and telly more of truth be told with dt and telly is next on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017thetruth.com More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. All I see is blurbs, all I see is words, nerds talking about what they did see or heard, and all I see is clones. See you, mom. With mixtape plans because hey, welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. And if you're just joining us, thanks for joining us. We've kicked things off this morning. Uh, the subject, and we're now joined by Tony Smith. Good morning, Tony. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, we. Uh, uh, Wait, can I can I just give my shout out to Telly Hughes who saved me this morning? Oh, <laughs> absolutely saved me. I, I, I made the mortal sin of, and I'm sure a, a lot of people listening have done it. You're uh, going home at night and it's just like, uh, you don't feel like doing nothing. But you look at that gas tank meter and it's low, but you're like, ah, I'll be fine in the morning. Man, then what happens? You're always running late in the morning. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly your gas is low. And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it until my car said, you're not going to make it. <laughs> and I was, then it just it took power. I was telling Ben on the way uh, in when he grabbed me, I was like, bro, my car really did give me a, a warning. I mean, the warning was the low fuel thing starting to beep. Yeah. I mean, that's the warning, I guess. But from the time I was driving and trying to coast and doing all that stuff, I'm doing all this stuff. Telling I'm mm. coasting down the downhills. I'm doing it all. <laughs> and... Um, and by the time that time, and then the time it took for the car to actually stop and shut down, mm-hmm. it wasn't very long, bro. They didn't give me very much of a warning. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. Thank you, thank you anyways. The, you're welcome. And, and usually, Tony, the light is your warning. I understand this, yes. <laughs> right, that's, that's what I said. There, there was a warning, uh, but there wasn't the after warning, like the real warning. Like, okay, there's a... What's How that many more? I don't know. There's like, hey, there do you want be... somebody to yell and be like, look, pull over, man. Yes, it's man. It's almost over. You know how animated these cars are nowadays? Dude be like, hey, bro, you got a mile to go. That's it. You better do something. <laughs> I just passed the gas station. I could have I gotten off at, and I was like, nah, I can coast all the way down this hill. I'm good. Yeah. Nope. Well, 
I know you're not a big uh, baseball fan, and I'm only saying this because it's on the screen we're looking at now. But before we get back into our subject, game one, the Brewers looked like they were doing good until they weren't. Um, yeah, I thought they were supposed to win this. Well, they still can, though, right? It's three games. Yeah, it's three games, but they ended up uh, losing last night. They were up 3 nothing, and uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks came back to win 6-3. Yeah, uh, not-, not the way you want to open the series, which means the Diamondbacks could end this thing tonight here in Milwaukee. Still got time. Yeah. He's got to win, too. But uh, it's funny. You said yesterday, you are like, oh, the Diamondbacks, they're not that good. And I had to remind you, if you're in the playoffs, right. you must be pretty decent. Yeah, it's different in Especially baseball. after 162 games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm yeah. thinking basketball because I'm yeah. thinking the eight seed ain't always good. Yeah, This yeah. is baseball, a little but, different. Yeah, I mean, there's so many teams that were wild cards that ended up winning the World Series. So, yeah, it's it's yeah. totally different. Right, totally right, right. different. But, but back anyway. to how uh, uh, DT and I kicked off this uh, this morning, Tony. Um Homelessness, uh, I heard. This this topic, Milwaukee County seeing a significant uptick in its homelessness population. And uh, a proposed county budget includes $1.5 million increase for county's homeless outreach team. Well, I think they would have to, you'd have to first look at, you know, in, well, last year, Milwaukee County had the lowest per capita count uh, of unsheltered homeless people in the nation. Oh, the wow. The lowest. Yeah, so like what happened between last year and this year? Yeah. That's where you cool. gotta look at, okay, what what kind of laws were passed? What were the you know, what were the officials, the 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 county state officials doing that led to a rise? I mean, because I heard you say like Wisconsin ain't a destination for homeless. It's too cold. It's too cold, right? exactly. Like you expect this in San Diego, which they have a large population. Yeah. Uh you know LA in Arizona. To, yeah. Uh, all those places that are always warm. Uh, you would expect that in, in Wisconsin, though, Milwaukee. You're not you're not looking at hey, I'm gonna I want to come and be homeless in the winter in Milwaukee. No, that That's ain't not what you're spot. trying to do. So, uh, and I think I heard Denise say it too. Something about you know you got to look at the the lawmakers. You got to look at your local officials. Like what's what's going on? What what laws are you making? Yeah. Uh, what's what led to the to the uptick, the increase? Yeah. Um, it just. I mean, it had to be something. It had to be something. It had no, to be something. you're right. You're uh, right. So that that's what people have to take a look at. Like, who's in who's in charge here, and what kind of rules are they making that led people, more people? I mean, you go from the it was the lowest. You know, we were <laughs> we were the best as far as yeah. you know not having unsheltered homeless, and now we're not. Yeah, yeah. Truth Nation, uh, hit us up on the True Talking text line eight three three two one two. One zero one seven one caller or texter says, why don't Wisconsin help the mental people who are lost in this world due to their medical drug drugs and street drug that they put out on the street? I need help for my niece. I cannot give up on her or others due to the police yesterday saying that they assume that she is high needs to detox to help her from being victimized, horribly beaten on camera that they seen my auntie investigated everything and they have not arrested the man. See, that's the thing too, that, uh, uh, and thanks for that text message and, and thanks you for sharing, uh, your situation. And that's the thing that I know 
that lacks when it comes to police and people that can help. And that is they're not trained. They're not trained on how to deal with someone that may be on drugs or I mean, um, the only way that I mean, the only thing they uh, I I think somewhat is trained on is how to de-escalate a situation. Right. But I mean, there's been example after example how they haven't seemed too efficient in that training as well. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But uh, I think that is that's just that's tough if you have law enforcement that aren't trained in these specific areas to deal with people that are dealing with mental health, mental health issues. Um, then yes, it's like, okay, well, I don't know what to do with that. So, you know, they most likely are going to leave it alone or they're going to, um, let's just say display some unnecessary force. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, that, that, and that's and that's the problem. Uh, obviously, the other side of that, and you're gonna have people out there who are maybe in law enforcement saying, "There, hold on a second now. Not everybody uh, is bad or or untrained or uncaring." Yeah. Obviously, we know that. We know there's, uh, you know, a lot of good policemen out there. Uh, but here's here's the thing, though. It's just like, you know, it's just like anything else that can be when you're dealing with something that is so uh, so dangerous, a dangerous like topic or a dangerous area. It it doesn't matter how many bad ones there are, especially to the person who comes across that bad one. I don't care. It could be a hundred good cops, one bad one. And if you happen to encounter that one bad bad policeman and something tragic happens, don't tell me about oh, it's only one percent. I don't want to hear that. All right. <laughs> right. Right. I just had something <laughs> tragic happen to me or my family member. Right. I don't want to hear it. Uh, yeah. Like when you're in that type of uh profession. Unfortunately, the the number for how many bad ones you have, it, uh, there can't be a number. It shouldn't be a number. You yeah. sh- it should be you should be looking to eliminate it all. Now, no, obviously you can't eliminate everything. And uh, you know, when people are doing their testing or whatever they do to get an academy, if they're they have some bias, uh, they're going to try to hide it because yeah. they want to get the job. They're not going to sit there and say, "Oh yeah, I don't like black people," right. right? Or I don't like Hispanic people, or I don't like Asian. They're not going to say that. They're going to do say whatever they have to say to pass. And, and get into that position, mm-hmm. and then they're going to try to 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 flex that bias. But uh, it's 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 tough out there. You're right. I don't think you know that's a that's a lot of training that someone's going to have to go through to try to now suddenly know how to deal with mental health. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I mean, that's what you see. But, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying it, yeah. it's it's just it's, it's, extra, it's extra work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 tough. And I mean, you don't like unless you're a clinical therapist, you don't know what levels the mental health challenges may be and uh Wesley hit us up on a true talking text line. Wesley says, "Good morning, Miss DT, most homeless people that I talked to and tried to help their whole life, they were raised to look for problems first over looking for a solution. So when the first bad thing happens to them or they make a bad decision, they continue on a confused path of regret. It's not about being lazy. It's about having a hopeful goal, knowing that you have great worth and support from your community. Thank you for that, Wesley. And I think it just it varies from situation to situation because every there's no one way 
of becoming homeless. Uh, there could be a lot of things that may happen. So I think that it definitely depends on the situation. Let's head to the Truth Talk line. Rabbit, good morning. You are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What's your question or comment? Uh, my comment is um, due to her being mental health, that does not give no one a right to attack a person and video it. Yes, absolutely. I agree. That does not. And that's what I was telling the police. You have to go arrest that man. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, you have his address and everything. Go right. arrest him. I went to the police station. We didn't we couldn't find her because she was attacked on a video and we had no idea where it was at. Wow. We went to the police. Just because the victim wasn't there, they still couldn't go look for her or help her or knock on the door. Wow. We found the victim. Four cops. Then nobody right now, nothing down. You assume that she's high, so you still can't go arrest this man from a tough house. Her eyes, she got blood clots in her head, eyes, everywhere. This man is still not arrested. Wow. And there's she video. That is, yeah. Yeah. And then it's a video. Like, we have all kinds of evidence to protect her. But ain't nobody trying to protect her because you think she's high. That's not fair. She's not high. She's mentally messed up. Yeah. There's a difference. And, and there should be and something. All I want is justice. Everybody yeah. deserves justice. That man attacked her. Those people attacked her. Yes, yes. They have the address. They should go get them. We shouldn't have to wait till she died. They almost killed her. Wow. Yes, and and that's that's the thing that we we are so glad here at the truth that we have a platform that we can have our voices heard. Rabbit, thank you so much, and uh, we can only implore that the police arrest this man that attacked this woman, and regardless of her mental state or whatever is going on. If someone is attacked and there's video and you know where this person is, this man should be arrested. Milwaukee Police Department, we have to do better in protecting our citizens regardless of what is going on. And when we return, we will continue this conversation on the other side of the break and we will continue to allow our voices to be heard again if there's video, well, not if, there's video and you know where this person is, this person should be arrested. Let's do better, Milwaukee. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We got our brother from another mother in the studio with us, Tony Smith. If you're just tuning in, good morning. Thank you for listening. And we have been talking about the recent reports of the spike of the homeless population here in Milwaukee. And the caller 
as well as the texter. It was Rabbit, correct, Telly? That is correct. Yep, that was Rabbit okay. who called. So, so Rabbit, um, again, this is DT. Thank you for listening. I want to just say this to you because I could just hear in your voice your significant disappointment, hurt, and just sen- sense of helplessness. And so I want to direct you to contact the Sojourner uh, Family Center, the Sojourner Truth, I think, yeah, Sojourner Truth Family Center, and also reach out to your alderman, I don't know, or alderwoman, I don't know who that person is based on where you live, and make sure, if you can, to reach out to others to call on your behalf, because what you described is completely unacceptable. And here's the reality. Whether we know it or not, Elected officials, local government officials, elected officials listen to the truth every day. City of Milwaukee, Milwaukee County. So just know that they are hearing us having this conversation. And so I'm going to just say this as someone I've been told I've been regarded as a community leader. I don't know. I probably since this show started, I made some many folks mad. They probably say we don't want Denise to be a leader anymore. But anyway, as a someone who's regarded as a community leader, it is my obligation to make sure that you have what you need. And so if there is, if you, as you mentioned, there's video recording, you're frustrated, you don't deserve that. And don't quit, don't give up. You've got people who, like me, care about you, care about your family, especially as a black person. We gotta get back to community, y'all. Why, this is what Telly and Tony, this is, help me understand this, y'all. During the civil rights movement, and you know, during the Jim Crow era in the, in the late 40s through the mid 60s, our community, man, we stuck together. If it was just one person that said, I don't know if y'all remember the movie A Time to Kill, where the oh, little yeah. black girl was, was raped mm-hmm. by six Klansmen. And the whole community, the whole black community in that city just surrounded, even if they knew that, you know, as part of being black in Mississippi, justice probably wasn't going to be served. But the way they just embraced the family. And I, I really hope and pray that we can get back to that, especially that we have a show. We have 11 consecutive hours of Black Talk Radio. So that's just my spill. Please reach out to the Sojourner Truth Family Center, as well as your local or your area, Alder Woman or Alder Man. And please continue to let us know how we can be a support because they don't need of us having 11 consecutive hours of black talk radio and there's nothing happening in terms of bettering our community. That's all I'm saying. And yeah. I'm obligated and committed. Yeah. Period. And, and and I'm so glad that Rabbit did reach out and tell us about these situations because there's a lot of times where you don't feel like you have anywhere to turn to and in order to get help. And again, that's great information that you were able to provide and as well as reaching out to your local alderman, your uh, if the police aren't trying to um, address your issues, find other ways, find other politicians yes. uh, to, to be heard. This isn't something that uh, I mean, clearly you don't want it just swept under the rug, but there are ways that um you can get help when you seem like you have hit a roadblock. Yeah, and this is where the, we and, talk about the power of the people, right? Like, yeah, people got to come together, uh, and you can't wait yes. till something happens to you to oh, now I'm going to jump in. Like, no, it, yeah. when something happens to someone else who's near you or looks like you, then that's when you jump in. You don't wait till it happened to you. 
because now if everybody does it, everybody's going to be on their own and nothing's going to get done. Like like Telly, like Denise said, like reach out to your your very very local officials. They're going to listen to you, especially if it's people in numbers. If there's if it's uh, twenty people versus one, they're going to listen twenty times as much. Yeah. I mean that's just what it is. So we got it. We got to jump in even when it's not us that it happened to. Yeah, you got to care. Did enough. you hear? But can I? Can I just underscore, did you hear the pain and frustration oh, yeah. in that yeah. woman's voice? Yes. And you know, we talk about, you know, we talk about all the time, Telly and Tony, the dynamics between, you know, men and women and, you know, how black women are so angry and difficult to be with. See, these are the types of situations that women, especially black women, experience. And then then you wonder why are we mad? Because when we do raise our hand and say we need help, then there's nothing. So you can't even blame women like Rabbit and others who then become, who are victims and then become angry. How would you feel as a woman? I know y'all are like, you know, I'm, I'm not a woman, but don't tell her you have daughters. How would you feel if your daughters were literally getting beaten and let's say you weren't around and you know, you're maybe on assignment in Russia, I'm being dramatic. And you like, wait a minute, how is it that my daughters we're beaten and assaulted and nobody say anything. Yeah. And then five, 10 years from now, they are struggling trying to trust a man. See, that's what I'm talking about. This is the reason why, and we always have to look at the root cause, but this is, before we go to break, I just want to remind people that as you are hearing this woman being transparent, being vulnerable, crying out for help, and if you are an elected official and you are listening to this show and hearing this woman cry out and, and, and nothing's being done, do not get mad. When, when crime continues to go up, yeah, and when you don't get that boat, yeah, but that's, that's what, it. You're, what you're talking about. It's like when when little stuff happens, like everybody's different. Like this is this is what creates mental illness right here. Like you, mm-hmm. people who are put into yeah. trauma yeah. situations, you don't, and just because you are tough and you could take it doesn't mean the next person can. Exactly. So when they experience something exactly. like that, it's it becomes another problem that we got to deal with. Yeah, yeah. So well, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't want to hear anybody else talking about angry black women. I got my passport. Da, da, da. If you are not helping this sister out, then you have no no right or reason to complain about black women in this community. Yeah, you're listening yeah. to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We gotta take a break. We got more to come. Thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned in on the award winning 1017 FM, The Truth.